can talk a lot. Okay. Okay. Here's the parameters, guys. We all believe in the multiverse to an extent. It is just the next universe is over version of you. Probably not that different physically from the way you are now. Like I said, just the next one over. Next door. Right through. A little rip through. And uh, you stepped in. They stepped in. The question is, would you have sex? Yes, I would have yourself? sex with it. Okay. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. I want to take it back. Why? I have more questions. More questions. Yeah, hit me. I forgot. Fuck. Aziza, do you have questions? Z. Am I the same sex in that doppelganger? Yes. Same sex. Everything. I want to find. It's almost the same as you. There's I want to find a universe where I'm a girl. I would definitely nope, fuck that. Nope, nope, nope. Same sex. We will, we'll ask that next. So you okay. store that. We'll Same use sex. that. We'll, we'll go into that next. If I have sex with myself from another existence, am I gay? I don't no. think so. I don't it's think. just a form of masturbation. That's yeah. why it's totally fine. Yeah. So, like, I might play around. I mean, it's I'm just maybe like... Would not, you let you put it in your butt? No, I, I was actually about to say I would no not. Butt stuff? No butt stuff. No butt stuff. I, I no butt stuff that. ever. Yeah, no butt stuff. I'm not. I'm yeah. not a big fan of butt stuff. Would you? Would you take it all in, like, in my mouth? Yeah. Oh man. I would. I'm just gonna say it. Fuck it. I know a lot oh. of people would say no, and I, mean, I know a lot of people would be like, "Yep, that makes you with gay." Me, ah, I'll with, take that badge. With fuck me, it. there wouldn't be any. Wait, wait, wait. Because yeah. it's so wait. small. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Would you yeah. swallow? Yeah. Because I, uh, I think no, that's where no, the gay I line would, is. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'll take it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't swallow it. So you just spit your load Ew, out Ew, I would do face. something that fucking annoys me. That's what I would do. So I'd expect him to do something that would annoy me, too. I'd rub it in his fucking so chest. So he'd, like, actually <laughs> put it in your butt? Ew, yeah, I know. It freaks me out, too. So would you let him put it in your butt? No. No. Yeah, dude, we, I agreed with you. But no butt you would stuff. put it so in So I'm butt. the only oh, one No, 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 no. Butt no butt stuff, stuff at all. Myself. You, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's so different wait, for you. <laughs> what's the difference between me and my other person? Like, did we, like, one it's of us just didn't a, break just, his arm when we were younger or uh, something? Like, yeah, the one didn't abuse Micah. Yeah. Oh. Still, everything else well, happened, then I'm going to rape like, him because he's a bitch. <sighs> I'm going to fuck his ass up. I'm going to make him All right, do that everything. that was a terrible example, but that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I do not condone rape. <laughs> Unless it's yourself. I don't know, I mean, man. Yeah. There's a lot of romance at that point. That is it clearly rape? Is it rape? If it's yourself, that no. Oh, is it rape if it's yourself? Is it rape if it's yourself? No, it's masturbation. No, it, it's oh, definitely there's no. There's a form of consent, but I think I think though consent that because is important. consent is important, but I don't think it's relevant. I think it's a moot point by actual definition too. I'm not just overusing that statement because. We are assuming that this this multi multiverse version of yeah. yourself is literally just the one right next. There I don't really know, can't be that big of I'm a difference. I'm not sure. I'm really he like my not, type. Do you like ketchup and mustard on your burger? Uh, I don't like mustard. Okay, this one kind of likes mustard or doesn't give a flying fuck. This one might not give a flying mouth. fuck. Whatever you see, you're just gonna use whatever. I can't come. But up also, with I don't, I'm trying to come up with something minuscule, and you're like, ah, fuck you, mustard man. I don't man. know <laughs> that I'm like end of my body type. 
You know? I'm not either. I'm I mean, I could not... like suck on my titties. And like that's I've cool. made I do threats. like big titties, and I have. Well, those. I've been very clear, and I don't mean this. If you're ever listening to this, uh, uh, Ryan Gosling, I don't actually mean this, but I've I've been known to say the statement of yes, I would push my meat into Ryan Gosling, um, and I mean that because he is an attractive man. I and he is my answer to what what celebrity man would you be attracted to if you were attracted to men? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. So, like, when we fuck, can it be, like, in a Matrix-type situation where anything you think of, you have it? So, like, you could think of a big, giant wall of dildos, and it's, like, right there. Why would you? What would you do with the dildos if you're not doing butt stuff, Mark? I'd beat him with it. I told you, if, if you he was nice him? to Micah, no, I'm going to rape him. I get so that. So, I'm going to no, put it in his butt. No, it's a, it's a domination thing. Damn it, I can't no, think kidding. of anything that won't... That, I'm trying to think of something... See, as, e- as as easy as it is for you to come up with why anything I come up with is funny, mm-hmm. it's equally hard for me to come up with something that you're truly like, fuck, I don't think I'd give a shit. Damn. Like, mm-hmm. But... Uh, so... So let... So we would do some weird shit just, with our doppelgangers. So, I want, okay. so all three of us would do things with our doppelgangers. I want to watch as easy. Absolutely. Yeah, I would pay to see that. Oh, I, my God. I am my own type. Yeah. Yeah. So That's it's, yeah. Ah. Like, yeah, I would pay to see I'm that. not saying I'm anything else. I'm just saying I am my own type. Mm-hmm. I see the appeal. And like, seen, boobies are boobies, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like boobs I said, awesome. I have boobs. I would be able to play with those. Oh I have God. nice, beautiful, long hair. I'd be able to Ew. stroke my... You know what? I would definitely... You know what? I know that I wouldn't want to watch cuddle. it. I'd cuddle with myself, too. I wouldn't want to watch I'd it. I'd snuggle after we fuck. Or not fuck, but suck each other That's off. That's nice of you. 69, you know, beat off each other's little bits. I wouldn't. Let's that be, bitch is out so of my bag. Let's, let's be clear. I would definitely show people I'm not at all willing to admit the names of. Maybe two, if that. People, if I got a hold of Aziza's doing hers. No, you but don't would get you, that choice. Now, what would you do with the video of you banging yours? It deleted. Wait, you delete it. You wouldn't want to would you anything? charge for that? Because I'm pretty sure we could get premium. I'm oh no, my God. no. That's no. Well, That'd this be is special. Mark, and this is Nick, and I'm Z, and this, this is, is the Guns, Guns and Gory, Gory podcast. podcast. <laughs> music <laughs> to, to hear us talk about religion you might need to try out the patreon i didn't press record until that so now they're like huh mm-hmm. uh we have a patreon featurette where we talk about religion oh but i want to talk about music for a little yeah, bit I would love to talk so about like music. what is what was your favorite band growing up so i insulted the shit out of my mother growing up because i really enjoyed what she listened to mm-hmm. And then I thought that she was of the era of the music, which was like Janis Joplin, mm-hmm. um, Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath, like early, early shit. Yeah. Um, I had no clue Ozzy Osbourne was as old as he was until he like got his reality show and shit like yeah. that. Um, 
which I mean, it wasn't a big slap in the face reality wise. Like I was, I was a very dumb, assuming little kid, but mm-hmm. I definitely hardcore thought my mom was a lot older than she was. She was like, no, yeah. but then like, I look at the music that my mom could have listened to growing up because so she was 21 in 1989. Mm-hmm. So what she had, like what I like from what would have been her time mm. then that she wasn't listening to, I kind of understand why she didn't like it yeah. that much. My mom liked the Eagles. Yeah. That was like her favorite band. That's cool. My mom sang every I, song. Yep. I grew up listening to gospel music. Well, I wasn't yeah. allowed yeah. to listen to much other than gospel music. Yep. Yeah, that's. Oof. Now, okay, on the flip side of that, can I can I share a Mark memory that you may or may not remember? Yeah. You're going to love this. Oh, God. You're going to love this. Okay. If you actually, I want you to, like, I'll I want to put you in a frame. I want to put you, I hope you do, actually. I think you're going to go, oh, yeah, I fucking remember this. Because I hope you appreciate the fact that I remember this. I'm trying to chub you up. Cause I know. If I, you don't give fucking me a good reaction, I might here. fucking kick you. So, paint a picture at your house. When your room was in the back room, mm-hmm. you had you had some kind of speaker system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was ghetto as fuck, of course, but it was loud. It was great. It sounded great too. Was I you running know. it through my amp? On my some, amp yeah, some long. <clears throat> um, like I said, it sounded nice. It sounded great. We used to blare music on it all the time because for some reason I remember a lot of the time being there and your mom not being there. Yeah, she was always uh, visiting my stepdad because right. he lived in like Sandusky. Yep, yep. I do and remember I was that. old enough to be able to watch me and Micah. Me and Micah were both old enough. And I was like 17, 18. He was like you right. know, three years younger than me. So like, yeah, she would leave for weekends and stuff like that and so, leave us and expect us to be responsible, which... Wow. Heh, sorry, well, so, Mom. Uh, yeah, no, we... Hey, the, the house is still Nobody standing. died. The house, and the house is, is still standing. Right, exactly. Nobody went to the nobody hospital. Got her. Eh, nobody went yeah, to the hospital. Nobody went to the hospital. As a yeah. direct result of my house. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. We were pretty lucky there. Oh, look at that. We were kind of responsible. I, I think yeah. we're just lucky. I'll call yeah. that luck. I, I I've been very lucky most of my life. But <laughs> so the picture is at, at that house, but your mom was there. Mm-hmm. She, I think they were doing something in, in her room. They, there was a lot of lights and like maybe painting or put up a wall. I don't know. They're, they were home though. Okay. And you, it was like me, you, Jessica, Micah, probably Greg, like a lot of, <coughs> a lot of like key figures were there, but just mm-hmm. like real core people. Not, not too many. Yeah. Um, and you wanted to pissed with your mom and you put that song you ain't got say too much from the look in your eyes i can tell you a fuck and you ain't got coming you bitches as bad as you want to oh no no that that fuck you remember that I vaguely remember you that, vaguely yeah. remember dude it was you made her so fucking kentucky fried chicken mad <laughs> she was so pissed off but she was smiling from ear to fucking ear well yeah i'm a goofy motherfucker she was she her face was as red as her hair and she was smiling from ear oh to yeah because she dyed her hair for a while yeah and she oh my god man it was so funny <laughs> and so like <clears throat> i think it's cool remembering that because yeah. all of the all of the people that were there, whether they remember it or not, like Jessica might not remember yeah. that. 
but maybe she does. For the record, I do not <coughs> like that kind of music. I think no, my I ex-girlfriend, mean, like, she was, she might have been my girlfriend around the time, but the girlfriend I was dating around that time, that I heard it because of her, and I was like, this is the most annoying song I've ever heard in my is life. Is that really? I mm-hmm. figured you just heard it fucking around online, like, because that's when we, back when we, we would sit at the jankiest computer desks, mm-hmm. and God almighty, Windows 98 at the oh, fuck yeah. up, I mean, if we had that, maybe mine was like Windows Millennium, mm-hmm. I I would have killed for a copy of XP. <laughs> That's how long ago this was. But, uh, yeah, I, I, the music, well, that ties in with the music because I used to download a lot of music at your mm-hmm. house. And, I mean, wow, that was back when, like, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I didn't like them. They, yeah, I don't when I, Back then, I was, like, extremely, like, I, I think I listened to, like, Nine Inch Nails back then. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, I remember strictly, somebody, like, Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson. I think I like System of a Down. Oh, uh, I got something cool that I remember from your youth. Uh, one of your memories. Uh, oh. yeah, see, I like Why giving are these you little nuggets my back memories? to you. I like leaking them back to you. Wow. Here you go. Okay. And I'm not editing them in any way. So you were in band when mm-hmm. we were in high school. And the band had a reason to go to Trent Reznor's high school? Yes. Yes. We and, had a jazz band competition. Though. And somebody that was in that band that will remain nameless, he knows who he is. He was a cunt about being there. And he had shitty things to say, mm-hmm. and and it made you mad. You yeah, know who I'm talking about now, right? Yeah. yeah I oh my god! And listen, when you got mad, when you when you got, I was gonna whisper it. That's why I got closer. Oh. When you got mad about it, mm-hmm. I didn't even like Nine Inch Nails yet, but it made <laughs> me mad, and then it made me listen to Nine Inch Nails, and then I understood it even more. Because like, like I like. I didn't worship them. But no, like, not anything. Like they that. meant a lot to me. Music, like, yeah, it's really good music. Fuck yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I like what music means to different generations, but I mean, music has inspired people to do a lot of fucked up things yeah, too. Yeah. Huh? Oh wow, what's the what's indirect without being indirect? Um, I've always liked music that was used against people. What was that one, that stupid fact we used, uh, the Spice Girls? Do you want to be my love? My daughter was singing that the other friend? day. Yeah, did she like it? I think she does. I don't blame them. I don't blame them when they like catchy shit like that. Yeah, you know? that's true. Kids. I still, I like. Music I mean, you can I would, sing to. I never yeah, would have admitted it back then, but like, you know, the back streets back. All right. I actually it liked that song. Right. It was oh, catchy. Yeah. I like, like. I hated it. I hated it. They were my I jam. I like, like, covers of shit. I was a Backstreet Boy girl. Don't fucking talk about NSYNC, all right? Whatever. I like them both. I sing Bye 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 to people sometimes. I like using that meme, too. Or the GIF. The GIF, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm um, a fucking asshole. uh, What was I going to say? Shit. (laughs) Let's see here. Oh, there was a... Here's a deep cut. Here's a deep cut Mm -hmm. for for anybody who uh, remembers our era the same way we do. There was a band called Bewitched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
I enjoyed Bewitched. I only enjoyed their one song. Bewitched. Say you will, say you won't, say you'll do. Oh, I know I that don't. song. You know that song? I kind of liked it, but I didn't know. <clears throat> I what fucking they were loved it. I my ADHD. I was undiagnosed mm-hmm. at that time when that song came out. Whatever year that was, yeah. I was still undiagnosed, and I can tell you a hundred percent because I was allowed by my grandparents to put that fucking song on repeat. Over and over and over <laughs> again in my room. They would they would definitely if they if you want to. I don't know if there's any proof that that's a damaging thing for ADHD, mm-hmm. but uh, I I do think that uh, if that is a bad thing, that I was definitely I enabled for. I do it. it. Uh, I, I listen to the same me, song yeah, over whatever. and over. Well, and yeah, over. I think it's therapeutic. It's stimulation, mm-hmm. you know. I it, now. I, my one client at work, I heard the same song. Like the one day I had to take him to an appointment, so he was up front with me when I was driving, and I hear the one song. I don't know why it like I caught my attention, but I'm driving and then I hear it start over, and I'm still you know, and then I just keep hearing it start over, and then like two weeks later, I'm still hearing it from him starting it over, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I've never been that bad. Yeah, and it no, was, I've been that bad. It was a really bad song. I think it was Aziza, a really bad song. So we, so Z and I took a trip, and I have some film that I'm gonna put together for that. From mm-hmm. that, we took a trip to South Carolina to uh, drop a machine gun off for the gun shop mm-hmm. uh, that was purchased for us, and we had a silver to deliver it. dollar gun in pawn, I believe. Yeah, in South Carolina, and. Uh, we delivered that, and we were out in the middle of the woods, creepy shit, just touching on some past episodes. Yeah. Um, and, oh, what was getting at? Traveling through, I was picking the music. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Traveling through, wow. I was picking the music. And in I my think car, she I was, always pick. Right. Well, she does a heavy amount of the driving. I will mm. 100% admit people do look down on me about it and I'm kind of don't give a shit. Yeah. Like because she is an amazing distance driver yeah. and I'm an amazing sidekick. Pittsburgh to Houston. All me one day barely He's any He's a stuff. passenger princess. Yeah, I am a passenger okay. princess. I'll admit that. But he I does snack me up good I so that good. Yeah, the drinks, the snacks, we go to Walmart. Me. Yeah, like I'll she got all kinds of shit. Yeah. You know? Akuma's so, loud tonight. Yeah. Akuma! Anyway, it's fine. Keep going. So, she, um, I think she knew certain songs that I would play, mm-hmm. but I think it's been long enough that she didn't have to dread hearing them because I know she hears me listen to them all the time. Yeah, I have my super ADHD mix. I actually have like a a sleep little like oh, strain of music. Yeah, oh, okay. and there's not songs that I can listen to any other time. Like if they come on, I'll change it. Yeah, just because it's like a lullaby to me. I don't. Like, need he yells it. at me because there's one song that I fucking love, but it's his sleepy time mix, and it's not even the version that he listens to. Yeah, it's a. It's and he's a like, turn it off, I'll fall asleep. Song, yeah. I think I listen to podcasts more than music right now. Yeah, I'm like that. When I'm writing new music or or anything like that, I refuse to listen to new music because I or any music because I'm not trying to like steal something on accident. 
I like watching. But I'm not currently really writing. I just All right, Jelly I've roll. been listening yeah. to podcasts. Well, I like podcasts. The the true crime ones, not true crime ones. I like the uh, they're like true stories of like creepy shit, creepy encounters and stuff. I like that stuff. It's really yeah. good. Have you been listening to any of the new Linkin Park songs that they released? No. I think they're I... They're actually good. They're very good. <clears throat> so it's without... It is Chester. It, it's all. It's like lost stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's read. read I think done. I might have heard like one. Yeah, they're song very good. A couple months ago. Very good. I think they're a good balance between Hybrid Theory and Meteora. That's cool. Yeah, old school. I liked. Yeah. That's what I liked. I remember hearing about them like when they first came out. Well, was I had first, heard. What was it? I can't remember what the uh, song was, but it was I like had heard the when he first died. video where it was going like on mtv and shit i uh, watch yeah. it real early in the morning oh yeah oh my gosh early morning oh my, wow i saw That's muse odd. before anybody fucking knew who the menu. fuck they were or that uh memory in a while yeah. i i remember well i remember finding lincoln park because the i liked uh crawling now yeah yeah, yeah crawling, time. and uh, I they showed it at the beginning, and I missed it. But then I loved the song, and I was sitting, and I was so close to the TV because I wanted to see what the name of the band was. Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell you what, Mark, I've been such a poor speller my entire life. I've never spelled Lincoln Bright, Lincoln Wright, because of Lincoln Park, because I wrote it down so I remembered it so I could ask for the CD so you I could listen to it on fucking repeat over and over and over again. That's how I learned who Linkin Park was. It was MTV video. Sounds a little obsessive. I had to pay attention it's that way. kind of scary when people it, get obsessive about bands, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I mean, it has ended lives of certain mm-hmm. famous people. Like... Uh, what some some would argue the one of the best bands in the world? Maybe so. The Beatles, uh, December eighth, nineteen eighty, at about ten forty-five p.m. in New York City, Mark David Chapman, a nobody security guard that resided in Hawaii, pulled out a tr- Charter Arms thirty-eight special, went into a combat stance, called out Mister Lennon, then shot John Lennon five times in the back. Killing Mr. John Lennon from the Beatles at the age of 40. Wow, 40. You're close to 40, aren't you? Hello, this is Dr. Dick and Docker, the mind behind the inflatable family pumper and the triple dong dragon dildo. Today, I have a new product I'd like to talk to you about. I'm about to revolutionize the way that you clip your toenails. No more bending down, no more having to bend your legs at all. With my easy 37 part system, I promise you that you will never have to worry about your toenails again. And with our cutting edge bunion bumper, that product will very quickly become the essential piece of your daily life. Get your toenailizer system today on Amazon and in some select Walmarts near you. Are we going to come in with your offense? Nah. Okay. I'm old. Whatever. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I've already had my existential crises when I was younger. So like, I'm getting older and it's like, wow, that sucks. But I didn't think I was going to make it this far anyway. So I don't know. Existential crisis is caused by like emotional distress and process. You know, I don't know. Eh. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> just like realizing how life really is, stuff like that. You know, oh, Ooh, boy, yeah. it's heavy. That's it's true. Heavy, heavy, heavy. You lost a parent younger than I did, so yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I've, I've had that. a lot of loss. Uh huh. So I've, I've, how old was your dad? My dad, he was forty. So, and my mom is forty-one. So yeah, mm-hmm. wow. I was fifteen. That really puts in a weird perspective now, for us. I, for, from a, a young age, I had to learn that, mm-hmm. like death can happen anytime oh, yeah. to anybody. Yeah, I was older than you. I, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Yep. My whole like junior, like not junior. I was like my whole freshman year. I was, I was basically not there. Yep. And if I was there, I wasn't there. Oh, I've seen that. I failed most of my class. What year was that? That football picture that I just recently—that was the on. year before. I think my dad was still alive. You still had pretty, uh, pre- nah. You had hatred in your eyes. Maybe the year no. after that, you had like just a blank stare. Maybe you were scarier in I that don't know. next football. The, did you play football that next yeah, year? Yeah, I did, but I'm not sure if. So the year my dad died, yes, I played football. So did you play? But I didn't play after he died. Oh, you didn't play after no. he died. I was gonna we say we moved up here. Uh, and you know, yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Well, okay, so at least there's no kids in Texas or people walking around Texas with like clicking shoulders. Like, yeah, I'm the kid that Mark Hodge uh, took out. Right, I was the game right after his dad died, or like, uh, I don't and know, you, and you just like, what? Like, I've heard. I mean, hell, you. Can I was a very that. aggressive football player. Oh, I would, yeah. I would average like three or four tackles a game. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was I was on defense and offense. It was, people were like, "What? You played football?" I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. "That's why I'm like kind of stocky." Like they I loved just, me. I only played in middle school, and yeah, I just did. We I was very well known for doing really weird shit for yeah. my size. They were talking. About the it. coaches were talking about putting me on the varsity team my sophomore year. Yeah, but then I moved. Oh, yeah. And I didn't let anybody up here know that I played. Hey Z, do you want to know why I didn't go? Uh, Play, like have a high school football career why because i liked hanging out with my friends more than going <laughs> football. i didn't have friends so yeah you, you did. still should have finished when i was I in texas fi- no i was screwing out with him in texas i had like one friend <laughs> so mark david chapman i don't know if you've heard of him if you haven't you're going yeah. to now yeah. uh the guy was born may 10th 1955 in fort worth texas uh it's like by dallas they're different up there. They like get snow. <laughs> I didn't see snow until I was like 15 years old. <laughs> That's a weird. Like when we moved yeah. up here, like it's wild. Uh, so like them Dallas folk, they different. They they're different. different. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bowels of hell in Southeast Texas where I lived. Uh, his father was a staff sergeant in the Air Force, and his mother was a nurse. He had a younger sister and was her elder by seven years. Uh, when he was a kid, he said he lived in fear of his father because he was physically abusive to his mother and unloving towards him. Uh, in an interview for People magazine, he said he would beat her up. I'd wake up hearing my mother screaming my name, and it just scared the fire out of me. And I'd run in there and put my fists up and make him go away. Sometimes I think I actually pushed him away. He was, he was, he was something though. So. You don't know how much you can believe from this guy. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, in the book, Let Me Take You Down, Chapman recalls when his father called him to the window on the day that a neighborhood uh, neighbor committed suicide. He was like 10 years old. He says 
He remembered looking out the window and seeing the dead man's distraught wife. The woman had stood as though frozen onto concrete driveway outside her home. She made helpless, random emotions motions with her hands, unable to articulate the horror of finding her husband's headless body curled around a shotgun in their bed. She looked to Chapman like a wounded bird that had suddenly fallen from the sky. So if that's true, that's is fucking that wild. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's what he, it he said it. Sound crazy, he said it. But it's like he yeah. said it. So his dad might have been like, "Hey, come over here and check this out." Yeah, and like this lady, this lady's like fucking all distraught and shit. Right. And they're bringing the body out. Like that is fucked up. I would never want my kids mm-hmm. to see anything like that. Nah, nah, nah. And like, so I I was reading stuff, and his mom actually did say. That um, he'd like to hit her sometimes. She she like downplayed it like a lot. She's like, oh, well, he liked to hit me. He hit me sometimes. And sometimes I would go in his room, uh, in Mark's room, and um, to get away from him. But I never asked him to fight for me or anything like that. That's weird. So like, See, yeah. so like she she's like, yeah, he liked to hit me a little. Like, what? that's weird. <laughs> it's like, how do you downplay something like that? Yeah. But um, well, I've heard other people. Downplay so like, far her, worse. his dad was abusive. Yeah. Okay. Um, but to what extent? Like, did he actually do that? I don't know. It's just what I heard, what I read. It's like what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he was a mama's boy, and his fondest memories are both from and of his, from of his mother. His mother told him he was born to greatness and he could be anything he wanted to be. She would always encourage him and assure her, him that he was special and brilliant and destined for greatness and fame. Mm. Like, this lady would, uh, she told him, supposedly told him that the only reason she had sex with his father was to make him. And she, like, worshipped him and, like, dude... Like she, she was like, she was like an obsessive. Yes, mom. yes, yes, yes. Ew. You're so amazing. You're gonna be so amazing. You're gonna be famous. You're gonna be everything. Helicopter blah, blah, blah. parent. Mm. Okay, so she Where stated. She stated that she was more of like a best friend to him instead of a parent. Ugh. Yeah, that's what she said. So that's weird. Yeah, but she like worshipped him. Uh, that shit stuck with him for life. Uh, he was very, very, he thought he was the shit. Like, he thought he was amazing. He And he was very narcissistic. Very, I, very narcissistic. We, we knew somebody like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He never talked about his sister or recalls his sister whenever he's speaking about childhood or family, stating they were never close. Huh. <laughs> so his sister's just like, eh, whatever. Uh, in his childhood, he had imaginary friends called the little people. Uh-huh. He remembered their, them being there for as long as he could remember. He had godlike power over them and was their king. Like in Men in Black. I guess, in yeah. Locker. Yeah, these little people and you just tell them what to do. He like told them to protect his mom from his dad or some shit or he would like kill them all. It was fucking ridiculous. That's cool. Um, there's there's That's books out there about this guy. Uh, I used a lot of, uh, there's actually a lot of, uh, like, interviews and TV, like, uh, like what, TV specials where they focused on him on YouTube, mm-hmm. if you Google his name. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. But I also used a book, uh, Let Me Let You Down. 
it was written a max something it's it's like a a bunch of interviews he mm. that were taken with mark david chapman and like he put it all in a book and put it into like a story of his story is that it was an really autobiography good book. or it's no it's it's a biography biography bio yeah uh, when he was 14 he discovered his drugs When he was 14, he discovered drugs. Uh, his walls were plastered with Beatles posters, and he was a large fan of the Beatles' first album. Or the Beatles. He was a large fan of the Beatles. His first album was a Beatles album that he would listen to a lot as a child with the little people. Mm. Like, you know, they'd dance and stuff to, like, <laughs> the Beatles. Uh, he, he was... <laughs> uh, He was known to take any drug offered to him and was skipping class. Like, oh, he's doing, you? like, acid and shit. Yeah. Um, he identified as a hippie, and he would have violent fantasies about killing from time to time, like his dad. <clears throat> like, he hated his dad. Oh, yeah. uh, I think he, one, also, he had violent fantasies about killing his friend or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I was um, going to say that's there. Okay. Yeah. No, I was gonna say the dad, abusive dad, ah, but yeah. he's just his random friend, his random bro. Mm-hmm. Nah. Um, when he was sixteen, he suddenly discovered evangelical Christianity. Oh boy! He became he he completely turned around. He stopped doing drugs. He became very dedicated to his church and very active in his church. He became what is known as a Jesus freak, and that's coming from uh, like one of his childhood friends said mm-hmm. you know he he became what we called a jesus freak mm-hmm. like i'm not you know uh he would pass out religious tracts to other students and went overnight from druggy to devoted christian uh he found his calling in youth leadership he was a day camp counselor for the ymca and the kids like loved him absolutely loved him he like he was their favorite person uh he was the counselor of the year like every year he was very soft-spoken he was very like he was kind of shy but like mm. he had these crazy ideas and shit and like talking about ducks and like he he just he thought he was amazing <laughs> um he was a musician and played guitar and sang i heard a snippet of one of his songs it was like maybe like 15 seconds it was on one of the documentaries on youtube and he actually wasn't bad so he had good music yeah it wasn't i, I really tried to find some of his songs or like at least that full song and i could not find it anywhere so, i tried so hard i was so mad so funny story to go along with that little that little weird thing mm-hmm. i have to omit names of course but i dated a girl mm-hmm. and after me she dated a guy she at least she dated a guy yeah she did yeah, she did another guy yeah uh <laughs> and this guy sucked and he he used to send me like really jacked up messages, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But he he was a musician, and uh, his shit sucked. Oh we'll yeah, just, we'll just I put it out that. there. His shit stuck. I love that. And you know so, the people who like like love their own shit the most like are the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, like oh yeah, this is shit. And it's like mm-hmm. no, that sucks, man. So so this dude he popped up 
back then he bothered me. I didn't pay him no mind. He mm-hmm. didn't even know what I looked like. I I I, I walked by him. This in sounds vaguely he, familiar. To yeah. Me. You. Oh yeah. You'll. Once I tell you names later, you'll know. So uh, so she moved. Mm-hmm. So she moved and got away from him. And mm-hmm. so years later, she moved back and uh, me and her chit chat and and. I brought him up mm-hmm. because I was I was just the guy right before, it and I didn't know how bad things were. Yeah, and that's you know that that infuriates me because you know we 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 ended things on good terms. It was one of those kind of things, and uh, like she's still a friend of mine. Yeah, today. Uh, saw her like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, cool. We didn't acknowledge each other. Oh, weirdos. That 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 makes sense for the two of you anyway. So we. I brought him up, and we 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 did some poking around, mm-hmm. and found out he's no longer among the living. No, and that's that's where I'll leave that. I want to hear his music now. Well, no, see, so this is the thing. I was excited to learn about that because it was the first time I had ever disliked somebody to any degree, mm-hmm. and that person was now dead. Oh, and I was like, huh. That's a weird feeling. So yeah. I went to his social media. Mm-hmm. I scrolled back, found where where it was, the last little bit of music he ever listed. It was the day before his, what I assume was his day of his demise. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget clicking on that and, and saying, please, let this be a good song. I wanted, Mark, I wanted so bad. I remember so bad hearing this. his music with you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It sucked back then, right? But I like, was. This sounds but, like real familiar to me. Right, like, right. Oh, oh, good. Wow, I can't I believe you. I think I made that. fun of this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always remember the weirdest shit. Mm-hmm. Good. <clears throat> All right. So I'm glad you remember this because this is really weird. So I wanted before I hit play, Mark. I wanted this song to be the 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 soundtrack to the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know what? He got you know in his death. He left one cool thing behind. Something. Yeah. It sucked so bad. <laughs> oh my god! I was so mad. It sucked so bad, Mark. I wanted to like it, and there wasn't a. If you gave me any kind of budget and all of his whole YouTube rights and bullshit, uh, I'd never use a fucking red cent second of it on here. Oh. Even I'd rather. I'd rather buy an expensive guitar and beat it off the ground to get an audio tune for you. People like him are why I'm scared to push my music because I'm like, wait, what if it sucks? What if I only think it sounds okay? <sighs> no, I'll give you that. Because like, you know, that happens so much in there. Everybody's families, they're like, oh no, you sound great. You sound mm-hmm. great. You go on the fucking American well, Idol and they're like, wow, you fucking suck. And you end up with children like Mark here. Not this Mark. This is my Mark. Yeah, that Children Mark's like not my Mark. Fucking Mark Chapman. So uh, that was my little side thing for for leading away from his him. I'm glad his music was good. I haven't yeah. heard it, but I hope I hope to hear it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to find it again at some point. Yeah. When John Lennon claimed to be as popular as Jesus. It upset Mr. Chapman, and he ended up burning all of his Beatles records. Uh-oh. That makes sense. Um, around the same time, he was beginning to associate with Holden Caulfield, who is the main character in the book Catcher in the Rye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he became obsessed with the book and identified with him. 
Uh, he was very critical of people, and he started seeing John Lennon and a lot of others as phonies. Uh, which, so in the book, in the book, um, Colden Caulfield talks about phonies, like fake people, like stuff like that a lot. Like so, Catcher in the Rise about this boy who he leaves his school, it, it, and he just has this crazy adventure, and like I don't know, it's it's so. Yeah, I get the kind it's of It's a good book. It's it. a real good book. Yeah. But the whole time he's basically having like a nervous breakdown. Um, makes sense. I mean, but uh, I think, I don't know, maybe people look into it too much. Maybe. Um, well, supposedly, Catcher in the Rye was used a lot in the MK Ultra stuff. Now, uh, I actually saw a lot of conspiracy. There's a few conspiracy theories that... Mm-hmm. Um, the CIA used MK Ultra to program Mark Chapman to, to kill, kill John, Lennon. John Lennon because he was a problem. Wow. Because, you know, people listened to him. They followed him. Yeah. I, I saw a couple things. I was like, what? I've heard that. What? I feel like I've heard that before. I just haven't. Like... The CIA killed John Lennon. I mean, it's wild. You know what yeah. is really fucking wild? And it's, it's not it? even intentional. MK Ultra keeps fucking coming up. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, uh, same with um, oh, who was it? The Unabomber. Mm-hmm. He was he was yes, MK Ultra. Yes, he was also. There's MK a Ultra. lot of very notable people. It's like Saram Saram is his name. Yeah, yeah. It's some crazy shit. Uh, mm-hmm. He um. We're gonna have to do MK well, Ultra at some point. And I hate to jump. I think you're planning on mentioning this, but I'm gonna jump and say it anyway. He did leave behind some strange memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that that was pretty interesting. Yes, we'll we'll get there. We'll, get we'll there. talk about. I'm it. jumping the gun. <clears throat> yes, uh, he resented John Lennon's success. He felt that he deserved to be the one who was famous. He deserved to have all the adoring fans. He was the great man. He was the the real John Lennon. Like, hmm. like he was real. Like he had a real high opinion of himself. This is. Um, when he finished college, he became a security guard. Uh, his life wasn't going the way he felt it should go. Uh, he was facing the fact that he was just another guy, a nobody. Uh, looking for a new life, he left Georgia and moved to Hawaii. Uh, when he got to Hawaii, he got all of his savings, and uh, he planned on killing himself once he spent all of his money. Um, once he got on low on funds, he went to Sears, bought a hose, and ran the hose from his muffler of his rental car um, to, you know, mm. the passenger yeah, that, driver's that side. Classic yeah, what, yeah. What, what, I've seen that in a lot of uh, Lifetime mm-hmm. movies. Parked in a public place. Oddly enough, yeah. Turned the engine on, and I guess a fisherman who was coming back from fishing saw his car and tapped on the window to see if he was okay. <laughs> he took that as a sign that he shouldn't die. He saw the man as an angel from God telling convenient. him to live. That's convenient. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a public place, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he went. He went to a mental health clinic to get treated. After he got out, he couldn't believe, like keep a job, uh, and life didn't get any better. Uh, he still felt like he would become somebody or be somebody big, um, and then. At some point, the little people abandoned him and replaced him with two other... Oh, the little people are still a thing? Yeah, yeah. This is all still... He's all... Yeah. 
the little people. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know when they abandoned him. It could have been like a little bit when he was a little bit younger or something. Yeah. But uh, he he had two other entities, uh, the child and the adult. Wow. The adult prayed to God and was good, and the child prayed to the devil. That evil little cunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would tell him, you know, he it, that was like why you should kill. Marky, touch your penis. One second. Okay. Can you imagine going out into public again and ugly children not pointing and laughing at you? Can you imagine going to the lake, dipping your feet in the water, and people finally not running for the shore? Do your ankles back to daily life to the point that it isn't enjoyable? Tired of wearing pants to hide those ankles in the middle of summer? Try our new treatment with all the rave by five out of six pediatricians everywhere. Erectile can finally be you again. Erectile must take 10 daily injections under each toenail to be effective. Studies suggest that any use of Erectile may lead to early onset dementia, heart disease, and extreme bouts of diarrhea. Do not use if you drink water, eat meat, or masturbate more than once a week. Consult a physician if any hallucinations last longer than 72 hours after taking Erectile. Go on, Chip. Okay, so, you know, Mark... David Chapman, he's crazy. He, he's very obsessed with himself. He he thinks he he should be famous. He he should be more. He has voices in his head. You know? So uh he wanted to be so important. He, he wanted to be somebody so bad that he started to obsess over being more and finally decided that he was going to kill somebody famous and become Holden Caulfield. He actually had a kill list. Uh, he says he chose John Lennon out of convenience. He actually had a chance to kill somebody else. Uh, I believe we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Um, so here we are, Nikki. Guess what's next? Guess. Just guess. Not Disney World. It might be Disney World. Is there a Disney World in New York? No. Then it's not going to be Disney World. Was it not? It's not 9-11. I know that. Ha. He made the decision to kill somebody. And he decided to kill John Lennon. So he bought a gun, Charter Arms 38 Special, and flew to New York planning on killing John Lennon. I will remark on the uh, quality of the firearm. Uh, they are economical. And they <clears> always have... Yeah. I have a It close... wasn't... A very expensive gun. No. I have a close friend that uh, inherited a a very collector's model mm. of it, and it is not an impressive gun at all. He fit, like, I think he almost looks at it as a meme gun. But you know it, it's it wild. Okay, so our, our old buddy Lee Harvey Oswald used mm. a shitty gun, too. Mm-hmm. Like, but also... People think that that could have been like MK Ultra, a government killing a, gu- a fucking. So like, and this guy now there's fucking MK Ultra. Like, oh maybe he killed because of the government, and he's also using a shitty gun. What does that say about our government with shitty guns? Well, I, I actually wouldn't... have a funny comment on that, and it's it's that I think it proves that you can do a lot of things with shitty guns. Mm -hmm. Um, I can actually speak from a little bit of experience that there is a local municipality that has a program. And within that program, you are granted access of viewing cleared firearms that are in their current evidence locker. Mm -hmm. And uh, of the specimens that I saw... They're all high points, aren't they? No. eh, No. I mean, yeah, of course. But, um... There was nothing, it wasn't like, oh, 
an HKG 36. <laughs> there wasn't any Mac 10s, no, or yeah. there wasn't any like anything with this well, sawed Mac off or that sawed used off. To be or, used a lot. Well, like even in our town here, New Brighton, um, which I've been getting into a little bit of the history of of our town when mm-hmm. it comes to firearms. Um, our our police station has a display in it of of shitty weapons that have been uh, taken from people in New Brighton, <laughs> and and we are friends with people who have made contributions. I'm not a well aware of any description wise yeah. off the top of my head, but I do, I well know that somebody I know knows where some of those came from. You know what? I've been it's around arms. you know people who carry around guns because they're messing with drugs when they're right. younger and stuff. Yeah. You know, I've been in the the bad part of like the the bad side of New Brighton. And What's all crappy that. gun? And you know what? Uh, they they're all carrying shitty fucking guns. Yeah, like old school revolvers that they probably stole from like their grandpa, right? Grandfather or whatever. <laughs> like, and you, but you know what it says? Fucking guns. It says about all of it is that even the shitty guns work. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's you know, true. The 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 concept of a firearm is for a projectile to go down a a tube with mm-hmm. some pressure oh, behind yeah. it. That's that is the really just oh, yeah. of I mean, projectiles look at in general. Fucking muskets. Yep. Back in the day. Uh he went to New York. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. One one other fun fact. Okay. We're going to talk about rifling. Did you know, Mark, that your pee hole has rifling? Like a barrel of a gun. That makes sense. It is. It's so awesome. Did you know people like to stick? Yeah, like you guys' people like to stick like sticks in their wieners. Oh, the sounding bars. You know what? Yeah, it's like a real big in the Arabic country. You just gave me ideas. Ooh, don't give me those kind of ideas, but you just gave me some weird ideas. Dude, don't fucking stick a chopstick in your wiener. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. He's going to... Oh, my God. No, no, no. So, anyways, no, no. I don't want to think about your wiener, Nick. Uh, you thought about my wiener. I was talking so, about how your wiener has rifling. So, anyway, smooth bore, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh. I've got a modified choke. Oh, it's just dear so Lord. short that, that it doesn't... dick joke so it, bad. It's so short it doesn't have a chance to spiral. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, hold on. Now we're getting mm-hmm. off on a really good tangent here. No, my question no, is this we got to if, if my pee hole this is, is going to be rifled, a little late, I'm sorry. What if... What if... I had a smooth bore, but I had modified choke on my pee pee. So now you're talking about penis modifications? Yeah, I'm telling you, it it, like shotguns, you know? Everybody's obsessed with different chokes and spreads and shit like that. Well, I mean, so am I when it comes to the seed, bro. Nick. I'm kidding. Go ahead. I fucking hate you. You love it. He actually went to New York in late October 1980 to kill Lennon, but because he didn't have any bullets and because of the film Ordinary People, he changed his mind and went back to Hawaii. Also, in some of the research I did, he was constantly fighting to ignore the child, um, who would usually be the voice trying to egg him on to kill. When he went back to Hawaii, he told his wife about his obsession with killing John Lennon, he showed her the gun and the bullets that he had finally acquired. Uh, he he had he got hollow points to make sure he was dead. Um, but she did not inform the police or anybody. Like she just kept quiet. Did she just not? Did she, she know the prior attempt? Yeah. Oh. He told her everything. I saw something. Um, he he actually like resented her for not turning him in because he didn't want to do it like he's you know i mean he's like very severely he mentally ill caught. 
Yeah, well, he did want to get cut, but at the same time, he like didn't, but he did. Like you know, he wanted to be successful, but like he, he even wanted thought... to be famous. He wanted to be remembered. He wanted to be somebody. Oh. But at the same time, like he's like, well, do I really want to be like that? Do I really want to do that? Because you know, he was a good guy. Like he tried to, he helped a lot of people. He yeah. like people liked he, him a lot. When you said that he was a a counselor. That yeah. does take a particular yeah. type of person like, to be so, successful and not like. Yeah, I think if somebody so would like, like, oh, he was a piece of shit. He used to hit us all, blah blah blah. I feel like you would have found that, and, you know and I, mean? I didn't find anything about him being abusive or anything. Right, like he, people thought he like he was a nice guy. They were very shocked, um, which is kind of like almost feeds to the MK Ultra thing. Like right. he just suddenly changed like that. When he stayed that but way, at the same time, like he's very clearly mentally ill, and is you know when he's younger, he's very narcissistic, and all of that. So like, you know, maybe something just switched in his head. Maybe it was schizophrenia, and he's you know he's hearing these voices. So like, yeah. Speaking of voices, the voices. Have you the ever people, heard of, the little people? I wish. Have the you ever heard of a tulpa? The tulpa. A tulpa. Can you spell that? T. U L P A. Okay. Tulpa. Tulpa. No, I've not. Okay, so it's kind of like a imaginary friend that you will into being in your head. Okay. So basically the way you form one is you like kind of think about like its personality and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And in your head, so you're constantly thinking about it, you're constantly manifesting it in your mind. And like you, you know, you could talk to yourself and have it talk back. And you, at first you start, you start like you're the one making up the conversation. But after a while, your brain gets so used to like doing that, that it just starts like answering instead. Mm. And it like creates like this consciousness in your inside of you. Yeah. Like that's, that's what a tulpa is. I I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's believable, but like, it's it's kind of like, like it's like an imaginary friend, but it's considered sentient and relatively independent. And this is like, like, this is a real thing. It's a concept in theosophy, mysticism, and the paranormal. Uh, okay. Okay. That is, okay. Um, what? Modern practitioners who call themselves tulpa mancers use the term to refer a type of willed imaginary friend who practitioners consider to be sentient and relatively independent. So, like, what if... Like, Drop Dead Fred. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. Drop Dead Fred, yeah. That'd be a good example. Um, you, you just form, form this thing in your head, and it just... That's kind of scary. I had an imaginary but friend. But it's, like, really cool. I had imaginary well, but, so, but it'd be kind of like that, but if you consciously created it. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't and, have much of a and personality. And imaginary yeah. friends... You know, I don't think tulpas don't just go away. So right? you have to like kill it in your mm-hmm. mind. I've noticed that, yeah, because I always wondered that of my imaginary friends. Because oddly enough, fun fact: the day my mother died, uh, something was found. Somebody was going through because mm-hmm. I at my grandparents' house, and I found something that had the names of my imaginary friends on them. That's why. And I sat there for a good couple minutes. And I'm like, who the fuck? Where? Are why do I know these two names? I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to be made fun of for their names. They were not ridiculous. It wasn't fucking anything funny. Sugar it's, nuts and fucking no, you, drug. You, anything <laughs> you assume is funnier than what it actually is. So, no, I would actually le- rather leave the mystery. And no, I'll never even tell so you. So it makes sense that that would be a thing that can happen because there are women out there that 
convince themselves so mm-hmm. thoroughly that they are in fact pregnant, that they do mm-hmm. have yeah. the symptoms, they gain the weight, they lose their period. That's creepy. Everything then, because they 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 their brain convinces their body to have yeah. the symptoms yeah. of everything. Uh, dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. Um. You know, it's like different personalities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then also your brain starts like will automatically do things like when you drive to work every single day the same exact thing happens over and oh, over oh yeah it's still you ever like you leave work and then you're like wait the fuck how the mm. fuck did yep. i get here you're like oh well i fucking made yeah, it so cars are right just Pull deletes in. that information Pull so like in. so you Man, start fuck, i meant to go here you start Damn. consciously you know making this personality and at some point your brain just Mm-hmm. snaps off starts of fucking it just kind of separates and starts talking to you so the in concept like it could work it's fucking wild mm. and like and i know the first time i heard about topos i was like oh my god like there's this thing in my brain and it's gonna try to like take over or something like that but they're not like that it's just like a companion that people use them as like companions and stuff it's real crazy look up tulpa T-U-L-P-A. It's awesome. I love reading stuff like that. It's kind of cool. I thought about trying to create one at some point, but, like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's... How did you guys lose Mark? Uh, He created a tulpa. No, I I refuse to be... To have a start a sentence like that. So don't do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What happened to good old Mark Hodge? Uh, He uh, made a tulpa. Went crazy. Uh, tried to kill Ariana Grande and so uh, like maybe fuck maybe because you know like they they told they said he's like mentally sound and shit when they did psychological evaluations on him like Ugh. I don't know like they didn't say he has schizophrenia it sounds like schizophrenia but was it I don't know well as to be to or be maybe a... he made those things up because you know he has that way he could like come off as crazy because he did try to do the insanity plea yeah. so right. maybe he made those things up. Trying to sound crazy, you know, you don't know. You're only going off of what he said, and you don't, you can't see inside of his brain. So, Uh, he made an appointment with the clinical psychologist, but skipped the appointment and flew back to New York, December sixth, nineteen eighty. At his last shift, at his job in Hawaii, he signed out as John Lennon. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. When in New York, like, you know, he's, like, thinking about, like... Or so, like, in that case, like... Like, he, like, wanted to be, like, John Lennon. But, like, so, like, there's so many different there's things I've heard. People were, like, weird. so he wanted to be Co- Holden Caulfield. Um, and then people were, like, well, he thought he was going to become John Lennon. Uh, later, he says yeah. he did it for the... the <clears throat> to gain his fame. John, yeah. Like, John Lennon's fame. But then another... I hear other things where he says... That he did it to like make people aware of the book and like like made it about catching the rye. So like there's different things I've seen that's kind of almost like contradict each other. Mm. So like you know, well, it's it's I, wild. I think <sighs> my I think my like I mean he I was also he was mentally but, ill. He was fucking mentally yeah, ill. Yeah, he. Fuck. So where are we at timeline now? I mean it's gonna be a little long. I already apologize. No 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 no. no. I mean <laughs> uh, I mean like. Where are you at? Where, like... I only have a little bit more. Has he killed... Oh. No, uh, not we... yet. Okay. I'll yeah. get there. I'm, that's coming next. Because I have... Yeah. I'm about to hit the day. The coming... Okay. The the that's... For the movie we're going to promote for no reason. <laughs> no reason. So, um... 
I mean, I guess we can. So there's a movie called Chapter 27 with Jared Leto. Uh, Leto. Leto. And Lindsay Lohan. And Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yeah. Um, I, was, I forgot about that. I can't that remember when it was made, it. but like, you know, she, she wasn't. Ago. Yeah, Mid-2000s. it was a while ago. Yeah. yeah um, they put they put him in a fat suit. Yeah. But um, it's called Chapter 27. And it's about his time in New York before he does the murder. And it's it's a really good watch. Like, and it's pretty accurate to the story. And it's really good. I think, you know, if you enjoy this and or are more interested in any of it, like, you know, look him up. Go on YouTube. There's so many documentaries that are really good on it. Um, you'll obviously see that it's some of the things that there's like people were like, oh, he did it because he wanted to be John Lennon. And like, oh, he did it because he was trying to promote this book or not promote, but make people aware because the book was very important to him. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you should check that movie out. It's chapter 27. You can get it on YouTube for free. So, do want to point out something funny. Little hark back comic book style to mm-hmm. one of our previous uh, previous episodes. Previously on Guns and Gory. Uh, when we spoke about cult leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started off that one. I had a light, nice little jingle uh, about wanting to be a cult leader. Oh, God. And you know what? Jared Leto is a very yes, good example yes, yes. of a good cult leader. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm into what he's into, but he's doing something right. He got a lot of followers. And, and my proof is this. My proof is this. Is I'm gonna. I hope there's a couple extra people out there that like were like, nah, fuck that. I'm not gonna watch that movie. Mm-hmm. But until I say this, they're like, oh fuck, now I gotta watch mm-hmm. it. If you if you play the movie and you watch, because because obviously I watched it. Uh, if you play the movie and you think of attractive, good-looking Jared Leto in in, nope. in any way, shape, or form, nope, and, and all the creepy things that he says to Lindsay Lohan <laughs> during the movie. So basically, what I'm trying to I'm say not is, sure he was he that flirted creepy. with Lindsay Lohan. He, Lindsay Lohan saw hot Jared Leto. Yeah. You are seeing fat, ugly Jared so, Leto, so it's creepy. So in the movie, he comes off as like real creepy. But right. I, I saw an interview. The one girl was kind of hoping he would take her out on a date. Yep. See, I mean, and I could, uh, but I could see she people thought fall he was, for it. He was kind of. When, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't ugly. Right. But he well, wasn't like hot. He wasn't like. He wasn't. He was a little overweight. Well, okay. Like so, they made him look way worse in the movie than he actually was. Right, and that's well, they gotta demonize him. Yeah, they gotta demonize him. Things, well, and know? they fucked up harder, I think, on other murderers. Like uh, Jeremy Renner played a really good Jeffrey Dahmer before. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was complaints, but I thought, I thought looks wise, I judged yeah. by looks. Uh, the current guy that mm-hmm. plays in that show that that one's good, but uh, Ooh, SpongeBob, you mean? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sp- uh, he movie. He was called SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, back in the day. <laughs> so he, but oh, there was one I was dissatisfied with, and I lost it. Uh, they had oh, it was the guy who played uh the charismatic guy that killed women in a Volkswagen Bug. Bundy. Bundy. Yes. Bundy. The guy. Okay. So Zac Efron. Uh, yeah. Oh, Bundy yeah. was Bundy was described. You know, because we weren't alive then. Yeah. Bundy was described as a charismatic man. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that they they put Zac Efron. Now Zac Efron's an amazing actor. I'm not. And gonna, he's gorgeous. Oh, but he's too he's too gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He hit it right, 
But the problem is, but people thought he was he, attractive. The, but like Bundy, they Bundy, thought he was very attractive. Yeah. He was very Many very personable. Bundy, yep. Bundy was very very outgoing. But, like people loved him. But see, the, the difference between the two is, is this: is this is what I feel like. You, Bundy, as a person, I would have bought something from had he worked at the mall mm-hmm. and tried to sell me something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I'll give him that, and that's a hard thing for me because I'm very hard person to sell something to um but zach efron is somebody that i'd go there are women that i probably know personally that would pay to have just one <laughs> night with you maybe people and I, like that for and, him. and i mean that to be such a polar opposite of what ted bundy was it was bad casting yeah just a little bit we might he was talk amazing about him one day He's amazing. Yeah, Bundy. Maybe. Yeah. He's so well known. There's so much about him. Like, yeah, you he's know, a repeating, beating a dead horse. Yeah. Oh, it's well. It's the same reason we haven't talked about Waco yet. Yeah. Let uh, Let's be honest. I, I gotta I get pop some that bubble for that. One. I want to pop that bubble. I really. I I want to say this though. I I don't think we'll ever. I don't think we'll ever talk about Waco. Like we could talk about it a little way. bit. No. Yeah, but everybody does it. I wish They're going to be brought something. up with other cult stuff. And I, I do I plan on doing other cult different. stuff. Everybody yeah. knows all these different angles mm-hmm. of Waco anymore, so it's good. And it's good that people know. Yeah. I, I like how popular it is. But I will say this. This is how fucked up of an individual I am. And I and I wear it with pride. I would love to have one of the, the Adam... Or, Wait, the Koresh rock, the uh, Jesus Rocks shirts. Mm-hmm. I I've been wanting one of those made for me. Maybe we can talk to our uh, customs department. Maybe about that. But I've been wanting, and because you know what, I'm a good. I I I, I, I think I could wear that, and somebody would read it and be like, "Oh, Jesus Rocks, yeah, cool." Mm-hmm. But then the people who are like, "What?" Like the people that will look at me, be like, "Why are you wearing it?" Because I don't wear stuff, yeah. or anything like that, you know. And I'd look at him and be like this is the Waco dude. <laughs> like that would yeah. be what excites me. Just like our Gigi Allen. Oh shirts. man. If I wore that, that'd yeah. be interesting. Sorry to get us People so far off what? subject, but oh, no, you're you fine. know, at least there's this, the, it's going to be the, a little long today. This is the funny thing about Chapman though, is he, he did, he was an all right looking guy. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto made him look a lot better in the movie, but it's still mm-hmm. worth they watching. They made him a lot creepier, I think, yeah. than he really was. Right. If you overanalyze movies, it's worth one watch. If you're, I, I always, that's how I always sell it off to really good movie people. Mm-hmm. Is it's worth watching. Well, you know one what time. we can do? We'll end it with uh, an interview about from John Kerr's, not John, Mark David Chapman. We'll, we'll, I'll let you guys hear how he sounds. Well, and stuff. And the one one last thing we wanted to mention is that uh, not only was John Lennon the first person he thought about killing, and he you know almost did it twice. Uh, same with um, Bowie. Yes, thank you, David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting there. We're getting oh, there. we're getting there. I'm sorry. I thought I thought that was the perfect time. We have just arrived back in New York. Have you ever gone to change your adult diaper, sniff it, and think, why can't I taste this? Well, today you can, with our new scented and flavored adult diapers. Now you can smell and taste all the wonderful tastes and smells of normal diapers with a twist. Try the new lemon zing, or maybe the fanny fruit punch. 
We have six flavors in all, so get to the store and join the party today. Yep. Just okay. drive back. We're coming York. back. We're coming, We're coming back. back. We're bringing it all right. back. So in New York, he considered taking his life by jumping off the Statue of Liberty. On the morning of December 8th, Mark Chapman left his room at the Sheridan Hotel, leaving back items he wanted the police to find. He this bought a copy of Catcher in the Rye. Inside, he wrote the statement underlining this. He, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> Inside, I need to, like, use punctuation on my notes. <laughs> he bought a copy of Catcher in the Rye. Inside, he wrote, This is my statement, underlining this, signed Holden Caulfield. Hmm. He also bought John Lennon's latest album, Double Fantasy, so that he looked like he fit out hanging outside of John Lennon's apartment. Like, because you know, a lot of fans, like, hung out. They knew where he lived and stuff. Hoping to get an autograph. No. Ugh. Creepy. Yeah. He actually hung outside of the apartment for a few days. Uh, he got to know the doorman and a couple girls that um, would were regulars. Like John Lennon would actually, uh, the first time he was there. No, not the first time he was there. It's like the first day he was there or something like that. Like he missed having an, like, an actual conversation with John Lennon because he was supposed to be there. Because he was going to take the girls out at 5.30 to get Japanese food. And he he didn't end up going there. Because I think he went back to his hotel and like went to sleep or something. Um, and John Lennon came. Yeah. And he stopped and he talked to the girls and, and stuff like that. And then like for like 20 minutes. And then went uh. and, and Chapman missed it completely. What a dodge. Right? Wow. Um, At 5 p.m., Lennon and his wife, Yoko Ono, left the Dakota for a recording session. John Lennon actually stopped and signed Chapman's copy of Double Fantasy. And a a photographer actually took a picture of them together. Uh, You can find that picture online. Mm -hmm. Easily. Very easily. Um, I saw that picture mm -hmm. in, like, middle school. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, uh, I guess when when John Lennon stopped... He said, after he signed it, he said, like, is there anything else you need or something like that? And Mark Chapman believes that he had a premonition or something, like he knew he was facing his killer. But at the same time, fucking Chapman is a crazy motherfucker. So, you know, he's going to create, fabricate anything in his mind that he can. To say something, to be famous for Mm -hmm. the second, yeah. Uh, He actually tried to get... The cameraman to stay but he had to do something so he left um he also said that he had asked one of the girls he met outside of the apartment to go on a date with him and she denied him and he said that if he had gone with her he wouldn't have killed john lennon um at least that night like because he, uh, he was fighting himself the whole yeah. time he's like fighting himself he and then the wait. the child is inside of him and he's like do it you need to do it you got to kill him you want to you got to become holden yeah. caulfield you have to become john lennon you have to be somebody and then you know the old man or whatever i said uh the adult was like no you can't do this you don't want to do this like you're better than this um So he stayed by himself, and right around 10:50 p.m., John and Yoko came home 
and the rest is history. Uh, right before he pulled the trigger, the child in his said said, do it, do it, do it. He believed by killing John Lennon, he would gain his fame. Gain his fame. Wow. He would become Holden Caulfield. Uh, when the police came, he gave himself up immediately. And like right after he killed him, he sat down and he was reading Catcher in the Rye. I guess, well, the so when he killed, when he shot John, John ran and I guess he made it to the stairs and he fell down and died in this like well he oh. fell in, in the stairway and the security guard ran up to Mark Chapman and was like what are you doing what did you do like get out of here and and Mark David Chapman was like where and he's like just get out of here and he like slapped the gun out of his hand and kicked it away from him Mm-hmm. But like but it was empty because he yeah. shot he shot all five rounds right yeah mm-hmm. I believe you said that already and then he sat on the he said he sat he down. sat down and started reading the book and waited for the police yeah. when the police came he put his hands up and he went straight to him they said he didn't give any issues no problems like he just went willingly he talked he told them everything he even apologized to the the police about wasting their time like keeping them up at night because of all of it that's plight (laughs) i'm sorry that's the first thing that came to mind i'm like wow that's a really polite guy yeah yeah and everybody (laughs) that's the thing everybody always said he's a very polite guy yeah he's a very nice guy he's very personable just wanted to kill john lennon Mm -hmm. fuck man yeah there's drugs that's yeah man i don't know like maybe when he did the acid when he was younger like no i'm thinking mk ultra kind of stuff or or because i've heard a lot of great things about acid i've never you know i don't i I don't know i'm not like that but it could be you never know it could be in the government has their hands in everything and and john lennon they did see him as a problem because like you know, songs like Imagine, yeah, yeah. they see that as anti-government. Um, Martin Luther communist. King Jr. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, he was charged with second-degree murder. He told police he used hollow-point bullets to ensure Lennon's death. He was sentenced yeah. 20 to life with the possibility of parole after 20 years. He's still in prison, and he's still alive. Now, and he has served 30 some years now. Yes. And he's been up for parole. He's had 12, 12 additional yes. years. So yeah. he's 32 years. 12 right now. times he's Jeez. gone to parole and been denied. Uh, because he shows signs of zero remorse and he only tries to justify the killing. So he hasn't been given parole and will probably be in prison for the rest of his life. So I was watching. I watched a lot of interviews and stuff. This one guy, I swear to God, he sounded like fucking Kermit the Frog. Like I'm just like, I wasn't even like really paying attention. I was like doing my work at work like and listening to it, you know, because I have like YouTube hell? Premium. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I just start laughing, like, because I swear to God, he sounded like Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. Fucking wild, man. The um. Every mark I've ever met is fucking crazy. Well, then the crazy thing about David Bowie is that he mm-hmm. had, I guess he had a a um, concert that evening. Yes. This is just something it was I've like heard. The day I don't before. know if it's true or not. So no, the, it, was, it was the day after because it, he, there was empty seats. Oh, and he said I could have been, I was on his it, list or something. Yeah, yes. he was supposed to, it was supposed to be Dave. Yes, was he was second on the John list. and Yoko. And then... There was another empty seat, and Chapman had mm-hmm. that ticket 
Yeah. Something crazy well, like so that. So he actually went and saw David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said to the police that he could have killed him the whole time because he went with one of the girls that he met. And they went to, uh, David Bowie had some kind of show going on there. And they went, and he had the gun in his pocket. And he could have done it the whole time. Wow. And that's what he said. He could have and done that it the scared time. the crap out of Bowie. Right? You know that. I've, I've that's heard wild, from man. an interview that. Yeah, man. It could have been Bowie. You Would he be as much, is like, would we know? Like, I don't know. We'd like, have no Goblin King. That's why I was my introduction. Well, he, you know, he, he went for the most famous person that would get him the most attention. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Wonder where uh Wow. I always I always ask you know this what? as it's if it's actually I think Yoko hired Chapman. Oh. It wasn't MK Ultra. It was Yoko's Yoko. wild. Yo Yoko's wild. I've never Is there? Oh man. She's another artist that I've always wanted to hear something Look, cool out of. Or, like, nope. or maybe he was contracted to kill Yoko, or he wanted to kill Yoko, and he accidentally killed John Lennon instead. And so, like, he was just so embarrassed by it. He's like, "No, I killed John Lennon. I killed John Lennon." <laughs> it's like, it's like Mark. Somebody, somebody shot me with a pink high point. Please, 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 just shoot me with this sig. Please, I want the killing blow to be with the sig. Please, yeah. Man. <laughs> Out of my he saw himself as a white knight. Oh wow, that's wild. Well, and then we were talking earlier about how he's been up for parole, yeah, twelve times. And I asked you, you know, what? So what does he say? You know, and I might actually be able to get that. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that information's out there. But essentially, he's he's not remorseful. Fuck him. No, he's not. I think fuck him. We had a little bit of a disagreement with about that earlier until we cleared that up. Cause Mark Chapman reveals a chilling Ooh. reason of why he killed John Lennon. Yeah, it's no longer Halloween and we're halfway through November. Oh, God. Yeah, because you wanted his fame. Let's see. I'm trying to find his voice. He had an uh, interview with a... Oh, what's that guy's name? Is, was it 60 seconds? No. No? I can't remember. I think He's a dickhead. Oh, I can't remember what his name is. Why is it not popping up for was me it, now? Was it Jesse Ventura? No. Was it... Um, I'm trying to think of Dick... Was it Alex Jones? What? Turning the frogs gay. No. No? Um, I don't know. Oh, hold on. Here it is. Was it the dude from? Was it the dude from? To Larry Catch King. A it was Larry King. Larry King. Yeah, that is one's Larry a King long still alive? one. Though, so I'm not. See? There's another. This is an interview oh, with Mark David King? Chapman, John Lennon's assassin. I don't know. He's old as fuck. Probably like 300. Select no bad. Sure, it's What the fuck is dealers' room clothing? 1992. That is not Barbara Walters. That is Z. Chapman at Attica Prison for his first television interview. The story of why he did it is as chilling today as it was then. Tonight, in the first of a new 2020 feature called Forward and Back, we take you on a journey back to December 1980. I really hope we don't get any copyright shit for this. That'd be embarrassing. That's not right. Yeah. See how dumb things make people do. Uh, he was shot by an unknown at this time white male who was in custody at this time. 
back to December 8th, 1980. It was a very long day. So I'm sitting there. It's dark. And this limo goes up. And John got out. And he came up the pathway. And he looked at me. I heard this voice. Not an audible voice, but an inaudible voice saying over and over, do it, do it, do it, do it. I guess that was me inside. And I pulled the 38 revolver out of my pocket. I went into what's called a combat stance. And I fired at his back five steady shots. Why did you kill John Lennon? I thought by killing him, I would acquire his fame. He would acquire Wildness, his fame. man. Acquire yeah. his fame. So, uh... Ooh, boy. Join our Patreon uh, tonight. We recorded. We didn't even plan on that one. We did Off another featurette. It's the only um, time you'll about actually... religion. Yeah, religion. Probably it's the, the only, only way time, you're actually gonna hear it. The only time you're probably ever gonna yeah. hear me really talk about religion. Otherwise, is we're in that. completely avoiding it because, dear Lord, do we not want yeah. to deal with the comments? Yeah. Um. So but, we got the Patreon. Yeah. $2 will get you access to the featurettes. We have a few featurettes up there. We're still putting videos and stuff. Um, $5 gets you stickers that we'll send you in the mail. We have uh, some awesome new designs coming out. Yep, along with um, you know access to the featurettes, uh, early access to episodes. Uh, the $10 tier is uh, we'll send you a letter, a love letter from both of us. You know, steal with a kiss. I'm so tired of your saying that. And I'm going to say what? <laughs> Patreons, I mean... We're getting close to. We really want to hit a hundred people here. Soon. Uh, not on our Facebook. We want to hit a hundred people. We have eighty six. Yeah, we have eighty six. So we're gonna do a uh, a giveaway. A giveaway. So, um, you but know, I mean, Patreon. We're gonna we're gonna do a post. You know, like, share, comment, and you'll be in the running for it. Um, but Patreon you know, folks, like, you get two entries. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you bring people something, to our page. Something like, like that. There's share a to win something. Yes, share. yes, we definitely need people to share. If I ma- if we made you laugh, listen, anybody, family, friends, if I may, if we yeah. made you laugh during it, please share this. Share this, please. Uh, this also, is me begging. I would rather the people <laughs> I know to share it because so, there's um, so many people I know that know so many other yeah, cool people. Yeah, you don't have to follow. You know, you don't have to give money. You don't have to do the Patreon, but share, please. Share, share, share rate. Share. You can rate. You can follow us on Spotify, on Apple Music, on any of that. You can you can rate us. I believe you can rate them on Spotify. I know you can on Apple. You yep. can leave feedback if you leave feedback or you give me or Nick feedback. Let us please. Yeah, put we it love out. It. Put it out there because you know what? I, even even like uh, any well, I've you know what I've all I've heard a lot of good things. Just yeah. put it put it out there so other people can yeah, read it. Um, you know? I mean, people have given us feedback. Um, there's not much that people are saying that's well, bad. So if there is, requests. if we're not doing something right, if yeah. if there's something we could do better, like please let us know. Yep, trying to finish our stories, especially yes. too. We're getting, yes. we're getting that's a hard thing. We try to freestyle enough for you guys, cause hey, well, cause that's where we come up with them real golden nuggets. I think, 
But uh, oh, like you sticking know, things in your wiener. You, yeah, that was. You know what? <laughs> I want everybody to know that in no way, shape, or form was the word sounding mentioned prior to that. No, that was completely out of his head at that moment. <laughs> so I don't care. Like, boy, oh boy, if anybody ever says I sound scripted, I might scream. Oh man, like a little. Girl. I'm a little scripted. I have my notes. I have notes that go by. Yep, have to, or I'd forget shit. Oh yeah, I write notes on my hands. Yeah, people yell at me for it. I'm like, no, you know what? I have tattoos. You're really yelling at me for writing on my hand. We have this like yellow notebook that has guns and gory on it, and it's supposed to be his notes book. I looked in it the one day, and he just fucking doodles in it. Yeah, it's gonna become fucking jerk. It's gonna become a menagerie of dicks. I think. Yeah, like in in some way, say perform. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that creative, so it's really just gonna be stick figure dicks. You know. Yeah. Either that, or I don't know. We could start. I don't know. I, maybe I'll do a sketch. Mm-hmm. I'll draw you. Oh, no, please don't. I'm gonna draw Marky. No, don't. I'll put your little putt in it too. Oh god. Yeah. Also, you know what? <laughs> if you like to read, Catcher in the Rye is a really good book. Yep. I I can vouch for that from what excerpts. What's well, a I've it's heard a record it's like required reading in some places, but it's also banned. It's also considered banned. There's and a lot of apparently good books. it was also used with the MK Ultra shit. Yeah, I I actually just heard about that. I want to do more research on it though. Catcher in the Rye. So uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, this is Mark, and this is Nick. Hey, hey, who the fuck are you over there? Yeah, yeah, you. Z. Z. All right. And, and this, this is, is the Gunsing Glory Podcast. Brought to you by Dr. Dick and Doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're premiering <laughs> some new commercials. Well, I guess you've already heard them. Well, hello. This is Z. And you guys have been listening to the Guns and Glory Podcast. Written and produced by Mark Hodge and Nick Parrish. Audio engineering by Mark Hodge. Recorded in Fatboy Studios via Sir Nicky's Love Castle. Media manager is me, Z. We'd like to thank all of our friends and family for the amazing support and all of you awesome people listening in. Please join our Patreon for fun extras and behind the scenes with the guys. You can find us at patreon.com slash gunsandgory. That is guns, A-N-D-G-O-R-Y. You can also find us on the Facebook Instagram, and the YouTube. At Guns and Gory, thank you so much for listening, and please comment, like, share, subscribe, have a few carrier pigeons. We'll take them all.